2: of my talk, Dirt Alert. For us today.
1: Yes, let's uh, take a peek at your dirt alert right now. Let's start out with. We talked about this actually with uh Julia and Brittany yesterday. Brittany, we actually played the audio with um the what do you guys call him? The butterscotch stallion? Oh, Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Yes. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson was sitting down with James Corden. And talked about how he had once uh, re- his first ever concert was a Rolling Stone concert back in like 1980, and he's a diehard Rolling Stones fan. And he had received a lifetime pass for oh. the for the, like basically he went with a friend of his, and his friend had a connection to the Rolling Stones. They went to a concert, and they got a lifetime laminate pass that said you had all access. So he was testing out his all access throughout everywhere. He eventually found himself on the side of the stage performing. Mick Jagger runs off the stage and he's in all white. You know, it's nineteen whatever eighty something. You know, yeah. and he's dressed in white pants and a white shirt. Everybody on stage is supposed to be in black, and so he was clearly in the wrong place at the wrong time.
2: Did they revoke his license or his pass? Yeah. So the oh next, oh my god, he went home
1: that night and he was definitely a little skeptical about what he did. Thinking about it, went to bed, woke up that next morning. The Rolling Stones security team called him up and they're like, huh— Hey, you know that uh, laminate that you got the other day? We're gonna need that back. So, oh my
0: god! He, he didn't
1: even have it for twenty four hours. That's so.
0: so rough. I can't even the I can't relate to that at all. But I can tell you that if I was caught on stage at a moment like that, I would freeze up. I would die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rest in peace, my heart.
2: Oh, Owen Wilson. I bet he's got some stories. You know, he was a regular at all the Playboy Mansion parties. And that is where he got the name, the Butterscotch Stallion, Mm. from the bunnies.
1: There we go. I like that. Mm. I Mm. like that. All right. Well, let's see here. Let's go over. So did you know, I got to find this one, of course. I'm pulling a let's find the right page here. But did you guys know that Neil Diamond had Parkinson's?
2: No, I didn't. That's why he retired. Okay. Like a few years ago, he retired. He just said, I can't tour anymore. I've been diagnosed with Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. And it will be too... Yes, basically, just impossible, and I want to enjoy my family and my time. Yeah, Yeah, and And so taking care of
1: my health. We're big fans of CBS Sunday Morning. Here, we all—I know—we all focus. uh, Love that show, CBS Sunday Morning. Well, this Sunday, uh, uh, Neil Diamond sits down on CBS Sunday Morning and talks about how he's finally—it's taken him two years—but he's finally started to accept that he has this. It took mentally for him to kind of gather and and understand. Mm -hmm. You know, what challenges are ahead of him, what he has to do Mm -hmm. to try to prevent it from progressing, things like that. And it said it took him almost two years and he said, I'm still doing it, you know, and coming to terms with the diagnosis and I don't like it. But this is me. This is what I have to accept. And I'm willing to do it. And he's finally been able to come to that. So we're going to hear a lot more about this and his experience the last two years on CBS Sunday Morning.
2: Okay, love him. Yeah, love him. Yeah, That's why he was so him. sweet at that baseball game in Boston when he led the, yeah. <laughs> remember he led us sing-along? Yeah,
1: what's the, one that, uh, what's the one that they always play at the She's bar? Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline, sweet yeah, Caroline. they do that. That's like the Boston theme song. They sing that every single, but when he did come out to kind of lead the crowd, kind of like. Um, that was moving. Yes, very, very moving. Now, let's start out here. With, let's start out. Let's look at, you guys, we've talked about the new show coming to, Prime, and it's called Grease Rise of the Pink Ladies, Mm -hmm. and this is so
2: good. Looks great,
1: right? It's coming out here on April 6th to Paramount, not not Prime, Paramount Plus, excuse me, Paramount Mm -hmm. Plus. Now, the creator, the music producer behind and songwriter behind the show uh, came out to say that there are going to be 30 original songs from the original Grease movie included within this show. So you're gonna get, you know, right. obviously a new look in, cause it's like the prequel of the Pink Ladies, right? It's a look into yeah. the, to the, to before the movie. But they're going Is it
2: like their moms, the pink lady's mom, or just like the original group of girls that started be calling themselves the pink lady at Rydell High?
1: I am not sure on that.
2: Not sure. Okay. Not, I don't want to say yeah. It yay won't or matter, an... we'll watch it.
1: Exactly. We are all in for this one. So that's gonna that looks to be a lot of fun. And uh Liv Tyler, we haven't seen her for a long time, acting wise. Have you seen her in anything? Mm-mm. She's kind of been taking I think she took
2: time off to be a mom.
1: Yeah. So she was originally uh a you know, back when the Incredible Hulk the first one with edward norton came out she was a part of that and she had a she i believe she was edward norton's girlfriend love interest in the original hulk but she is going to return for her role that she was in that original hulk from way back in the day for the new marvel captain america 4 movie so she's going to be playing a prominent role in the new mcu captain america 4 so it's just good to see her getting back to the screen and to bring a character from in the MCU world, yeah. that movie mm-hmm. that Hulk movie has been kind of shunned away because it was so it, bad
0: it has. I yeah. didn't look Why? it up, but the the last the last time I can remember her was when she was in the leftovers remember she oh, played yes. yes the ex-wife in that and she did oh, a great job in that. That was
1: on HBO, right? Yeah, it yes. was so good. I, but it only had... Remember like, that
2: opening scene, Brittany, when Justin Theroux was jogging in his gray sweatpants? I think that's when all the men of America that were like, hey, I gotta start wearing my gray sweatpants. And sweat I was like, life. yes, please.
1: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
2: But I dropped out of that show after a year, me
1: too, and I only think it lasted two. I think it was cancelled after two I'm pretty no,
2: sure. it finished it did the whole it did a whole they
0: just had like a certain amount that they did because it was oh, a story yeah, they I told feel
2: like they, might they have been finished three it was good. Season. yeah, oh,
0: I, wow. I think it was only three, and I think it um I mean it finished we like it uh good. at my house.
1: I might have to go back to that and check that one out. But we'll we'll end this one up with here. Give me your thoughts quick on these two. Hollywood speak. The Bachelor creator Mike Fleiss is leaving after 21 years. There's some talks about some bad acts on on set. What do we hear about this, Lori?
2: Okay, here, I know about this one. There have been blind items and rumors about Mike Fleiss, who created The Bachelor, um, that he was the one who was resisting casting people of color as leads, mm. as anything. Remember, there's only been one guy that's been the bachelor black guy, Matt James, and Rachel Lindsay was the first black woman in 2017. They did this investigation, and then they find out he is a verbal bully. He screams and yells at people
1: Oh, and
2: intimidates people. And it's not against the law. But a business can decide if they want the leader of the group to behave that way. And they decided uh, we got a major problem. He is a screamer and a yeller. Yeah, we don't need that.
1: Yeah, we didn't know that because when we reported this, uh, I believe last week when you were out, we just thought he was walking away. But this this brings a lot, lot to light for sure.
2: He resisted. He didn't want any people of color.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, good. And
2: he was also a giant a-hole.
1: Well, good for the bachelor but to move on. But he
2: created it.
1: Yeah, he created so he his own got mass. away
2: with a lot for a long time.
1: Okay. Well, that's now ending for sure. So, all right. Hey, everyone. It's Lori
2: for El Barito Mercado. And this is a second generation owned business. Uh, um, Thomas and Mario started the business and now the daughters have taken over. But it's such a great place to shop, to eat, they've got a great marketplace, but the cafe and bar serves amazing traditional food. Everything is made from scratch, every, it's one of the few places you can get a Mexican breakfast daily from eight to 11. They have happy hour uh, Tuesday through Friday with really great deals. The deli and the bakery, there's so many great uh, grab and go things that you can take and the marketplace offers the best variety of cooking things from mexico and central america plus the butcher shop is absolutely amazing alburito mercado it is absolutely delightful it's a taste it's a little taste of mexico for us right here in saint paul and um so we love recommending people go to Alberito. My- okay Brittany. all right you're up babe first and foremost
0: first what what up okay here we go <laughs> that was practice right <laughs> Tomorrow is April Fool's, so be ready for that. I feel very strongly about giving people a heads up. April Fool's on a Saturday. Well, Thank you. Yeah, it just seems kind of sneaky. Like, I feel like somebody's going to do some stuff. You got a little bit extra time on your hands. Watch out. Check your toilets okay. before you sit on them. <laughs> um I actually want people to go to Dungeons and Dragons because I want to hear about it. This is this came out, I think, yesterday officially, and it's mm-hmm. uh, uh, all weekend. You can go hit up Dungeons and Dragons. Another fun thing. I've done this, Danceteria, through the decades at First Ave. Oh, you just fun. you'd go and dance your face off. You get super sweaty and you dance and there's a bunch of like amazing DJs who are there. They're going to have like DJs like Lizzo's DJs, uh Sophia Aris is going to be there. Um and cool. just just go have fun and sweat and shake it up.
2: All right. Well, I got some fun and I got to just a couple music things so the Belfast Cowboys are bunkers tonight. Okay. So they, you know, are always so fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Emma Donovan is at the Cedar Cultural Center tomorrow night. My must-see is John Mayer, or excuse me, yeah, John Mayer at the Excel. Or if you can't get go to that, Ronnie Baker, oh, legend, and Bobby Rush, mm-hmm. who's big-time legend. He's eighty-nine years old. Absolutely fantastic. They're at the Medina. And then Sunday, the Winter Jazz Fest with multiple acts starts at two at Krooners.
1: All right. That's it. Love it. Yeah. I would love it. I saw saw John Mayer do his three-band set with XL a few years back when he had, like, the folk, the the solo. Oh, it was such... He he is a performer, and he can play guitar like no other. But my... Weekend pick is actually right now. It's going to be Adam Lambert and Queen on October 27th. Yeah. So I want callers four, five, six, and seven to give us a call at 651 641 1071. And we're going to play Finish the Line for your chance to win a pair of Queen and Adam Lambert tickets. Tickets are on sale. They went on sale today at 10 a.m. So this is exciting news here. This is your last chance this week to win some tickets. So give us a call right now. I'll get the callers lined up and then we'll play some Finish okay, the Line. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Woo! I'm not kidding you, Um, Brittany. This Bobby Rush, who's playing with uh, Ronnie Baker at the Medina tomorrow, he played at the Bayfront Blues Fest, I want to say, when he was like 80. And, I mean, women were trying to figure out how they could get backstage. He is such a performer. He's such a cool cat, the way he dresses, growls, sings. And, I mean, he's 89, and he was considered what they called then, I don't even know if they still call it, but King of the Chitlin Circuit, playing all these blues clubs down south. But he's hes just a force. Oh, really, you just really know. Fun. Google him. Yeah. Watch any of his performance, and he's just ageless, timeless blues legend. That's
0: awesome. That would be a good yeah. time. I, Even though I have beef with john mayer because of what he did to t swift i would like to see him as well he looks talented
2: uh that will be um that crowd will be 60 percent women and 40 percent men because there's a lot of people on dates yeah 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 i could see that
0: i could see Mm -hmm. that for sure
2: yeah, and then there's just groups of girlfriends. but I'm gonna say it's a sixty forty split because it's date night too.
1: Awesome, <laughs> gotta love a good date night. All right, well,
2: Grant, do we have our people? Yes.
1: Yeah, speaking of date night, we've got four callers lined up. We've got Jay, who is our fourth caller, Paula, who is our fifth caller, Matt as our sixth caller, and Bridget was our seventh caller. So we're gonna get Jay on the line right now okay. to have the first shot at a chance to win these Adam Lambert Queen tickets for October 27th at the Excel Energy Center. Jay, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you guys?
2: Good. Good. Are you good with spontaneously having a song stop and then finishing the lyric?
1: I sure hope so. <laughs> All right. Are you a big Queen fan? Do you know Queen? Absolutely. All right. Well, then this one shouldn't be too bad. This one is a very popular song. Jay, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Finish this line for me. Bad bottom girls, you make that rockin' world go around. Yeah, <laughs> good job,
0: Jay! Oh, Jay, I was so nervous for you. I'm nervous too. Oh, oh that's God, awesome! God, so that's awesome! Congratulations! And who are you going to take to the show, Jay? I take my mom. Oh, okay. Huh. Well, if she cancels on you, I'm available. <laughs> uh, that's awesome! Congratulations! So exciting. Thank you. Stay
2: on the line. Oh, Paolo, Matt, and Bridget. I'm sorry that Jay got that one, but I mean it's the luck of the draw. Yeah. yeah. The Dude. luck of the draw. But that is that's a great song. Oh,
1: it's my favorite too. Queen song right there. It's a is good is one. It? Oh yeah. It? it just it's just got that right when you come out and then Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. It's just, you know, they have such a unique flavor to them. They can go from, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody, Fat Bottom Girls, yeah. Bicycle. They have such a, a fl- ebb and flow to They've all of it. they got a range. they got a range, I, went, I love it.
0: I once went to a spin class that was queen-themed. It was the hardest spin class I've ever been to because it was just all out. Every song you just felt was all yes. out. It was like, oh, my God, just give me a break. Yeah,
2: I know. It, it, it is... Yeah, it's so good. I I still I wonder if Austin Butler carried the Elvis accent thing too far because to me, Rami Malek wins for playing Freddie Mercury yeah. in Bohemian Rhapsody and yeah. then Austin doesn't win for Elvis and I think was it Elvis Fatigue cuz he's such a nice I we uh, both said man. right
0: away that there was something to be said when he kept doing that accent that I was like, yeah, this is this is not a good move the accent was Um, not great i'll tell
2: you this though angela bassett of course he you know they were on they're at every award show together yeah and she defended him one time in an interview on the red carpet Mm -hmm. and she said it took her about five months to stop laughing like tina turner after she did what's Got to do with it she said, I just became so immersed, and I wasn't yeah. involved in that movie for three years, which that's how long Austin. I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter.
0: You know what, Me though? Too. Brendan Fraser. I don't even think it really matters what the actual work was put in, and I think Brendan Fraser did great in The Whale, but I also think that, did like... Did you see that movie? I did. I'm, like, the only person that did. You um, are. was super sad. Um, I got oh. really sad, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's all bleak. It's very bleak. Um, yeah. and, uh, even the positive moments, I get very emotional lately, but, um, yeah, I think, I think people just wanted him to win. And I, I know that's not a fair reason, but like Austin Butler's at the beginning of his career and Brendan Fraser is at the end. Not I don't want to say end, but not, yeah. not the beginning. But he'd
2: been forgotten about. I
0: think there was a part of just the Academy yeah. that just wanted to give it to him. And, and, yeah. and it, all right. But I, I agree. I mean, the things that Austin Butler did for that movie, it's crazy. Uh,
2: really I'm still
1: hurt. Truly. I'm still hurt. It is.
0: Well, you guys, we're going to have to. I name we're, my daughter
2: are going to carry on. Yeah. We, we know he's a star. He, he is a star killed.
1: in our eyes. He's,
0: and he's going to do something awesome next. I mean, he's going to have well, some he, bad movies as well. You guys, yeah. he's going to yeah, sh- yeah. pick some really crappy ones, too. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to really rock our world with something.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah.
2: And I think we see him next in Dune 2. Yes. With Zendaya.
1: And that looks good. That's going to be a good one. Did That's... you
2: see the first Dune?
1: It's long, but no. it's good.
0: Is it? Is it worth it? No. Can I really sit down and watch it, Grant? Will yeah. I really like it?
1: Uh, well, do you like... Space, Marvel, do you like that outside the realm?
0: It just has to make
1: sense. It makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It does make sense. It's weird. It, let
2: me Hollywood speak, Grant. Who doesn't know how to tell you no? Thank you. No, you're not going to okay. like this movie. <laughs> I place. wanted to be
0: out, Grant. And like, let me Hollywood speak me. I wanted you to tell me to get out. Okay. Tell that I don't need to watch
1: it. Like, <laughs> I was trying, Yeah, you know me. I'm always. A, I know, you're optimistic. Go optimist. for the gold. Yeah, you are, All you right, are. we got to wrap it no. up here.
2: All right, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's Lori here for First Equity Mortgage. David and the team, uh, when you work with them, that means you're working with the local company who's going to come up with solutions for you for your house situation, your refinancing situation, if you're paying off debt and you're trying to take advantage of the equity you have in your home because you're just underwater on that credit card debt, but You have a champion on your side with First Equity. They will help you get the very best mortgage that is available for you or the very best refinance for you. There are things you might not know that you're eligible based on your income. There could be where you're buying, but real estate agents love working with First Equity because they know everything is going to Close on time. All the paperwork's going to be in order, and really, no question is a dumb question with them. They're just super, super great and on your side. Go to my talk keyword David to get started. That's First Equity. I
0: made you look. Made uh-huh, you. Uh-huh. We sing this a lot at our house. I don't even know why. Uh, like such... my husband sings it constantly.
2: Yeah, it's a great song, and I was so happy to hear the news this week that Kelly Clarkson's. Um, album called Chemistry, where she has been writing her heart out. Basically, I mean, she endured a long sloppy divorce, like in yeah, she separated in like June of 2020 from her Weasley squatter of an ex husband, Brandon Blackstock. And mm-hmm. she's basically had to pay a millions of dollars to walk away. And she's using a moment like yesterday's karaoke to express her anger because she covered a song by Gail. Called ABCDEFU, and there's a line in the original song: "Bleep you and your mom and your sister and your job and uh-huh. your broke ass car and all that bleep you call art." Yeah, mm-hmm. so she changes up the words,
1: and we have that right here, ready to go. Oh, okay. I want to
2: hear this so bad.
1: So this is a little bit leading up to that very part that she changes, but you'll hear who she, what she interjects that with.
2: Ate. Hey! She ate. She ate left no crumbs she ate and of course brandon's got dad happens, 20, like <gasps> i know brandon's dad happens to be the ex-hubby of Revan reba, reba mcintyre and uh, i mean anyway and we knew from when kelly broke up when they separated you know she kept singing kelly songs and we could tell she was picking songs yeah you know because he really broke her heart but she has to pay him A lot, a lot of money. And so this new album called Chemistry, which she says about an arc of an entire relationship, is going to be epic.
0: I love it. (laughs) I kind of want to get in a fight with Justin right before it comes out, so at least I have a little more
1: (laughs) angst. (laughs) the fact that you got half oh my god i, I love that. know Ooh. Ooh. and then i turned that bleep into art uh she even said that she mentioned that yeah. album in love. there she said i turned that in depth, and they you know bleep into art i love and messy, i forgot what a messy. great
2: great song that is yeah it is and kelly of course
1: nailed it anything yeah. she covers yeah, yes that was beautiful thank I have, you for that anyway
0: I would Brittany, have mixed feelings about her ever if I was a singer ever covering my songs because it's like, oh, she definitely nailed that. <laughs> but I think
2: when she covers a song,
0: it gets the more popular. Yeah, recording
2: artist gets that makes sense. Maybe some downloads and people go because oh, I yeah, want to hear, hear that singer. song.
0: Yeah, the original. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like when something plays at the Super Bowl, you're like, I want to listen to that again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay, Brittany. Yeah. Got a question. I'm I'm really nervous. It's going to be about the Ultimate no, Girls Trip. Have you watched the season? Every three? single episode. <laughs> have they all dropped? Did they drop all at
2: once on Peacock?
0: No, they. I mean, I have I'm saying they have four out. They had three that okay. dropped originally, and then one that uh, today. Um, and I, and this I skip my nap for you, and I watched in Thailand? it. Thailand. Yes, this is in Thailand. Do you like it? Ah, oh, that's such a hard thing for me to answer. Do I like it? I'm the demographic. Brittany Arneson is who they made this for. At the same right. time, it's terrible. Yeah, it's that's what I've heard it's not good. And that it breaks my heart to say what's yeah, happening no. is it's it's seasons that are happening now and drama that is just brought to Thailand in continuous fighting this uh. this season. I am ready. You have said this, I think, since last New York season and I was willing to give her a pass. But I have to admit, Leah McSweeney can never come back. She is terrible. No. She, yeah. I, she was so epic in season one that I just wanted that old Leah back, and it's never coming back. She is so self-centered, so insane, always starting drama, always blaming things on, like, her alignment and stars and, and, and just a brat. I cannot stand her. And then on top the- of it, we've got... Fighting doers. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me what you're going to say. I'm sorry. No,
2: on top of it, what?
0: We've got these two duos that kind of like got like really uh, 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 buckled up and and are now together. And it was Candace and Leah and um, uh, um, Portia and um, oh my gosh, what's her name? From um, Potomac, the main. Giselle. Giselle, thank you. Uh, Portia and Giselle. And they're so they're feuding together, and it's just constant fighting. Oh, And then Whitney is there with Heather. They're still oh. fighting off of their season. They haven't even had their reunion yet before filming this. They're fighting constantly. It's just everywhere they go is a huge fight, and it's terrible. I mean,
2: because... The first two Ultimate Girl Trips, the one where they were in Turks and Caicos, that was fun. And then so Dorinda fun. Bluestone Manor, that was just fun and wacky. And the thought that at least the reviewers, the, the TV critics, and that's what I wanted to ask you, were like, it's like four separate little mini shows are happening and they arrange a dinner for everybody to get in a fight. There's no real flow or energy with the gals.
0: And it's, it's like they all... Know too much about each other because you know how like they grab different generations. Like the ex housewives was really fun because there was like old beef that nobody's even mad about anymore. These are right. people that are in the trenches at the moment and they want their point of view heard constantly. It's just a lot, right. and I'm glad that we're gonna have this cool down moment because I'm s- got me a little got me a little worked up.
2: Well, everyone, stay safe with the snow. I'm not going to tell you what it is here. I am coming home. I'll yes. be back on Wednesday.
1: Yes, can't wait. One more. Are we listening to a little. Uh, it is. One last time somewhere over the rainbow as we head out of this Hawaiian journey with Lori for the last month. It's been a I'm blast.
2: doing the hookie lao right now. Do you remember learning that in Girl Scouts? No. Not you, Grant. No. me neither.
1: No,
0: no. no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> You in the army. Yep, we did not learn it there. Oh, Lori, we love you, and uh, aloha, we can't wait to see you. We can't wait to have you back.